At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back. We shall start this episode, unfortunately, talking about the 76ers. Game one loss to the Miami Heat. And frustrating certainly is a word that can be used to describe game one. Like, listen, we knew going into this game and this series, it was going to be an uphill battle, especially without your star big in Joel Joel Embiid. I almost said Joel MVP'd. Uh, either way applies, but you felt like you felt like you had a chance, right? Like the Heat come out, they make I think they made their first like eight shots, and then the Sixers sort of settled in, and they go into the locker room at halftime actually with a lead, fifty-one fifty, and you're sitting there saying, "All right, you know what? It's low scoring. You're playing the right style of ball," and. Both teams want to play slow right now. The Sixers are going to want to get out and run and transition in the open floor when the opportunities present themselves. But you can say that about any team in the NBA, especially in any playoff game. So I don't know what that really means when I say that and when others say that. But the Heat are very similar to the Toronto Raptors. And we talked about this on the last episode previewing game one. They are big. They switch everything. They're physical. They're an elite defensive team. They have elite defenders individually, and they're elite collectively. Uh, They do get out and run in transition when they get stops on defense. They're not a 
elite shooting team from three, but they do have a couple guys that can give it to you and give it to you in bunches uh, when things are going well from beyond the arc from them. So it, it was just, you felt like they had a chance, right? So I don't know what that means for the rest of the series here. I don't know what it means for the rest of the series with Embiid on the sideline. Rumors are that he is going to be able to return once this series shifts back to Philadelphia. Will that be for game three? Will it be for game four? We don't really know yet, but what I do know, this is a must win now, game two, tomorrow night, Wednesday, down in Miami. Right, Tobias Harris, I thought was excellent last night in game one, 27 points, Highly efficient from the floor as well. 11 for 18. He made four of his five foul shots. Uh, he was just, he was excellent. He was excellent. And Tobias Harris has really, really impressed me thus far uh, in this entire postseason. Between uh, the six games with the Toronto Raptors and now even to start this series off with the Heat, really bringing out an excellent performance in game one. But it wasn't enough. He needs some help. Maxi he wasn't good. I mean, he wasn't good. He finished with 19 points. Uh, he was one for six from three. None of his shots he took from beyond the arc were like in rhythm. A lot of them seemed forced. Uh, he was six for 15 overall from the field. James Harden, a ton of talk about Harden going into this game one against the Heat. Harden was five for 13 from the field, two for seven from three. He finished with nine rebounds, five assists, 16 points. Five turnovers uh, in 35 minutes of play. Harris led the way as far as minutes played with 37. Uh, DeAndre Jordan got the start, which, unbelievable, right? I, it's just unbelievable. Now, like, should he get maybe two to four minutes? Okay, fine. But to get the start and to play 17 minutes, he was a minus 22 in 17 minutes played. He couldn't defend anyone. He can't move laterally anymore. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to make this all about DeAndre Jordan because at the end of the day, it's not all about him. But the role players and these type of decisions from the head coach can be the difference in a seven-game playoff series. And once again, Glenn Rivers was asked about it after the game last night after the loss, and he said, we are going to continue to start DeAndre Jordan, whether you like it or not. And once again, like, why do you have to be an ass? <laughs> like, he, it's just so unnecessary how he has continued to talk to us and the media and the entire fan base throughout his entire time here in Philadelphia. And this year, it's really gotten worse. I'm just so sick of the dude. So sick of him. You look at Niang. Uh, he was 0 for 7 from 3. That's not going to get us any wins here. Uh, Danny Green was 1 for 5 from 3. I mentioned Maxi 1 for 6. Tobias was 1 for 4 from 3. They finished 6 of 34 from 3, shoot, shooting 17%. Okay, and I say oftentimes that doesn't tell the whole story. Like sometimes a lot of the shots that you take, even if they're relatively open, they're not in rhythm, the offense is out of sync. Uh, and a lot of those shots, that was the case in game one. But I also felt like a lot of them were good shots, especially without Embiid. Like if you get some space, if you're sitting at the three and you catch the ball and you have some space, you got to shoot it. 
I mean, that, this that's what it's going to take for the 76ers to win a couple games without Joel Embiid here in this series. I thought they had plenty of open looks. Felt like the Heat were sort of giving them a lot of those open looks. And the game plan worked overall for Miami. The Sixers just failed to convert massively. Uh, recapping some of the spread and totals and player props that we discussed for game one quickly here before we get to some game two first look previews. Uh, this the line closed at seven and a half. It was as high as eight and a half at Bet Rivers, but right before tip and pretty much throughout the entire afternoon on Monday, it was at seven and a half. Obviously, the Heat cover that number. I said I liked the the Sixers with the points. That obviously didn't hit. I also said I liked the under. It was two oh eight and a half. That hit. Um, I have just been on fire with the unders lately throughout this entire postseason thus far, particularly for these 76ers games. I feel like it's now five straight games that the under has hit, or maybe five of six, because game six, I believe, the over hit. So either way, the under has been hitting majority of the time here in this postseason. You look at the heat, balance is a word you can use. Tyler Hero was four for six from three. He came off the bench and not, uh, scored 25 points. Bam Adebayo had 24 points. Uh, Butler had a really just solid night. He wasn't great as a scorer, though. Five for 16 from the field. He finished with 15 points, nine rebounds. P.J. Tucker had a couple of big threes. He finished with 10 points. He's just a pesk, uh, a vet that's been there, done that. He knows how to play in these games and, and knows his role and knows it well. So doesn't look like there's going to be a ton of adjustments from the Sixers heading into game two. I said it going into game one, and I'll say it. Even more so now after watching that first game, I feel like the best recipe for success, potential success for this team right now without Embiid is to play small, is to play a little bit more of that matchup zone. I liked when Doc and the Sixers went to it in game one at different times throughout the game. Uh, and I like having a smaller lineup and possibly using Tobias Harris as the Joel Embiid in the offense, run more of the offensive half-court sets through Tobias Harris, uh, but I don't know if they're going to do any more of that than what we saw from them in game one. So we shall see. But now I would say, listen, is game two a must win? No, because then you still have two games at home and, and sure, anything can happen. The Sixers can, it's possible to win two in a row, games three and four at home, but it's going to be a really tall task. Like game two is as close to a must win as you can get, I, I would say it is a must win uh, just for a variety of reasons with what the Sixers team is going through right now. Let's get a quick look at the game two line and total at Bet Rivers Sportsbook and PA. It's at eight and a half right now. The 76ers, of course, the eight and a half point underdog. Uh, you look at the money line odds. So for the Sixers to win this game two outright, plus 310. Miami, minus 400. Uh, you look at the total. I mentioned it was at 208.5 for game one. 207.5 is where it's currently listed for this game two matchup uh, between the 76ers. And the Miami Heat, you look at the updated series odds. And going into game one, 
The Sixers were plus 275 to win the series. The Heat were minus 360. You look at it now after Miami takes the first game. The Sixers have moved to plus 440 at Bet Rivers. And the Miami Heat, significant favorites at the moment, now at minus 625. You look at the correct series score updates. Miami to win four games to one is the favorite at plus 200. Miami four games to two plus 450. Miami four games to three plus 475. And Miami to pull off the sweep plus 300. 76ers to win this series in five games 35 to one. Sixers to win in six, four to two, 11 to one. Sixers to win in seven. That's the most likely scenario per the odds for the Sixers to win this series at eight to one. So we'll we'll discuss those odds a little bit further in this episode uh, in a little bit more detail, I should say. We will also talk Phillies as they get ready to start their two-game set homestand, I should say, uh, and two-game set against the Texas Rangers. So we'll get into the Phils and some baseball talk coming up in just a few minutes. And a little bit later in this episode, uh, I also just want to do a quick whip around throughout the entire NBA playoffs. We'll talk about the updated uh, series where they're at. We'll talk about some of the games later tonight on Tuesday. Uh, we'll look at some of the futures market updated prices as well. So a lot to get to here on this episode as the 76ers have an off day getting ready for their game two on Wednesday night. The Phillies are back in action after an off day on Monday. So a lot to get to here on the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And obviously a lot of the talk here in Philly is basketball playoffs, but it's also hockey playoff time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Just think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions do apply. Just see the site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the BetRivers app or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so before we talk some Phillies, I also wanted to recap a couple of our player prop plays from game one last night. I loved the over for Tobias Harris and his points total. It was set at 18 and a half. Uh, he went well over that. He finished the game with 26. So that hit, uh, that was our best play of the night player prop wise. I also threw out uh, Harris and his over for his assist total at three and a half. That did not hit. He finished with one. I was a little bit surprised there. I thought he was going to be able to spread the love a little bit more, and maybe they were going to use him as a focal point in their half-court sets offensively a little bit more, but he had to carry the brunt of the weight offensively scoring-wise. So uh, not a terrible night there. I mentioned the underpick hit as well uh, for game one. So all right, let's transition to the baseball diamond here for a little bit as the Phillies are back in action Tuesday night for that 6.45 p.m. Eastern time start, uh, welcoming in the Texas Rangers to Citizens Bank Park. A quick two-game set, two-game series, Tuesday night and Wednesday at 
Citizens Bank. The Rangers, they've been pretty bad this year. Right? They've lost four of their last six games. They have a record of eight and 14. They're six and a half games out of first in the AL West. Uh, and they are in full control of that last place standing in that division in the AL West. You look at the Phillies, an up and down April, uh, but they did figure out a way to end the month with the record of 500. On the last episode, I talked about the brutal schedule through May and just the teams that the, the Phillies have to face. And starting this month off, essentially, with this two-game set against the Rangers, it would be really nice to get these two games, to get wins Tuesday and Wednesday. You look who's getting the start for both sides. Uh, Ranger Suarez is getting the ball for our Philadelphia Phillies. John Gray is getting the start for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Gray has been the definition of bad luck this year. All right, so far in two of his starts, he's gotten injured in both of them. All right, he's 0-1 on the year. He has an ERA of 7, a 1.33 whip in nine innings. Uh, I... <laughs> I wouldn't feel very confident if I was the Rangers or a Texas Rangers fan with Gray getting the start here. He's already been on the IL twice this year, once for a blister that cut his opening day start short, the other an MCL sprain that he suffered in his first start back from that cut, that blister he dealt, he dealt with on opening day. So not sure what to expect from, uh, from Gray on the Texas Rangers side of things on the mound. Wouldn't expect too much all right and what can we expect for the rangers offensively i would say the same thing i wouldn't expect too much all right they're 21st in all of baseball and walk rate uh they are also one of the worst teams in all of baseball as far as batting averages is concerned batting average of 223 they don't strike out a ton but they just they can't seem to hit the ball <laughs> where where the defense ain't they can't get the ball in play. They can't seem to get on base with walks. Um, so this seems to be, for a variety of reasons, a, a really good opportunity for our Phillies to, to get a win. All right? I like what I've seen from Ranger Suarez. I liked what I've seen from the offense as a whole as well. Um, and, and I like the price for the Phillies on the run line at Bet Rivers. Uh, if you lay the one and a half on the run line, you're getting it at plus 125. I think the Phillies bats continue to have some success, uh, and I don't expect the Rangers bats to do anything special. The Phillies should be able to cover that one and a half, and you're getting it at a good price at plus 125. So that's my play of the game. Uh, if I have to give you a play on the total, I would probably lean towards the under. Uh, once again, under eight and a half. I like the price at plus 102, but... Uh, my best bet for this Phillies-Rangers game Tuesday night is take the Phillies on the run line at plus 125. I want to give you the updates in the futures market for the Phillies while we're talking some baseball. World Series odds have not changed. The Phillies are 22-1. to 1. That's where it's been to win the World Series at Bet Rivers. You look at National League winner odds for our Phillies. Once again, this number has not moved as well. Uh, stayed put at 11 to 1. You look at the NL East updated odds. The Mets are your betting favorite at minus 113. The Braves 
second best odds at plus 165 and the Phillies plus 525. That's not a bad number. If you want to sort of find a buy low spot for the Phils, I think that's it right there. Plus 525 to win the division. Uh, for what it's worth, the Marlins are 17 to 1 and the Washington Nationals right there at 100 to 1 to win the, the NL East. Uh, as far as standings are concerned, the Mets 16 and 8. They're in first place in the division. How about the Miami Marlins? 12 and 10, three games out uh, of the New York Mets. The Phillies are right there in third with an 11 and 12 record, four and a half out. Atlanta's 11 and 13. They're five out and just a half game behind your Phils and the Washington Nationals securing that last place with an 8 and 16 record, eight games out of the New York Mets. So those are the updated standings and updated odds in the NL East for the Phils. Take the Phils on the run line tonight. Hopefully they can get a win back at Citizens Bank Park and get on the right track for what's going to be a grueling month of May. Hopefully we can learn some things, some positive things about this Phillies ball club in the month of May. All right, coming up here, I want to discuss some more NBA. We'll transition back to uh, the hardwood and not just talking 76ers, but we'll do a little uh, quick whip around for all of the updates in the NBA playoffs. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, we'll work in some updates for the Eagles in the futures market as well. So that's coming in hot next. All right, so some great some great series right now in the NBA. If we want to just step outside of this Sixers Heat series for the, for a moment, uh, and we look at two games that are on on the slate in the NBA playoffs on Tuesday night, we have the Bucks and the Celtics, and the Bucks have a 1-0 series lead. They sort of, I mean, it's it's ridiculous to say that they sort of surprised and shocked everyone by getting game one. They're the defending champs. They've been a popular pick coming into the postseason and really coming into the regular season to get out of the Eastern Conference again, the defending champs. Uh, but the way Boston has been playing lately, especially sweeping the Brooklyn Nets, a lot of the attention and the popular picks to come out of the East have turned to the Boston Celtics. But now Boston finds themselves in a 1-0 hole in this series. Game two in Boston, Tuesday night. You look at the odds for game two, 7 p.m. Eastern time start. The Celtics are a five-point favorite at home. The total set at 215 and a half. Milwaukee plus 170 on the money line. Boston minus 215. You look at the updated series odds. For Milwaukee, Boston, the Bucks are now the favorite, minus 134 to win the series. Boston plus 110. It's interesting. Uh, you know, can Boston tie this thing up before this shifts back to Milwaukee or to Milwaukee for the first time, I should say? Is there some value on grabbing Boston at plus 110 uh, to win this series? I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I said before this series started, I would stay away from it. Milwaukee was right around plus 150 to win the series. I, I leaned towards Milwaukee. I didn't bet this series before it started. I'm not going to bet it right now. I'm going to stay stay consistent with that. As far as my betting pick for this matchup, you have to think that 
Boston's going to be able to find a way to bounce back and tie this series up. Five is a little bit too big of a number to lay. It's a little bit too big of a number. I actually like Milwaukee plus five uh, with my prediction being Boston winning this game but not covering the five-point number. All right, let's look at the later game on Tuesday night, Golden State and Memphis. Golden State, they took game one. And they now uh, have the 1-0 series lead. Game two in Memphis, Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. The spread right now, Golden State, the two-point road favorite. Money line, minus 125 for Golden State, plus 106 for Memphis. The total, 227.5. The updated series price, Golden State, the heavy betting favorite at minus 560. Memphis, plus 400. I like Memphis at plus 400. I think that's a great number. Listen, is Golden State the favorite? Absolutely. Does Memphis have an up uphill battle still ahead of them to win this series against Golden State? Absolutely. Uh, but I think Memphis bounces back here tonight and ties this series up. It'll be interesting to see how these series odds shift if that actually comes true. Uh, I love Memphis plus two tonight. I also don't hate looking at taking them on the money line at plus 106. feel a little bit better about taking Memphis with the points tonight. So uh, those are my two plays for the games tonight. I already went through everything 76ers heat related. We'll look at the other series out west, Dallas and Phoenix. Dallas has the 1-0. I'm sorry, Phoenix has the 1-0 series lead. You look at the series price right now. Dallas is plus 400 to win the series. Phoenix the heavy betting favorite to win the series at minus 560. Uh, if you look at the upcoming odds for game two in that series, that is Wednesday night, the late game after Sixers heat at 10 p.m. Eastern. Phoenix, a six-point favorite at home. Money line plus 200 for Dallas, minus 240 for Phoenix. The total at 216. I like Dallas getting six. I certainly think Dallas is able to cover that number, and I wouldn't be surprised if they tie this series up before the series shifts to Dallas. So uh, that's my early play for game two uh, between Dallas and the Phoenix Suns. But we will keep a close eye on all of the series in the NBA playoffs, and we'll continue to dissect everything between the Sixers and the Heat and, of course, continue to preview and recap all things related to our Philadelphia Phillies. So that about does it for this episode. I appreciate everyone, as always, for listening. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you are following the show. We're available on all of your podcast platforms, wherever you prefer getting them, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods, doesn't matter. Just hit the subscribe or follow button, depending on the platform. You can also give me a follow at WiseRye, and we'll be right back at it tomorrow. Next episode, we'll do a full preview for Game 2 between Sixers Heat. We'll recap Phillies Rangers Game 1 and preview Phillies Rangers Game 2. So a lot still to get to this week. Busy, fun week ahead. Until then, everyone, have a great rest of your day, great rest of your night, and best of luck on all of your bets. Peace. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into BetRivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same-game parlay. You decide.
Log on to BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by BetRivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 